What's up, everybody? Welcome to the It's Thug with Nasty podcast. I appreciate you guys for being here once again. This is episode number 10. 10, guys. I am out of fingers on my hands. Gonna have to start counting toesies next. Anyways, this is another personal skill point episode. This is the third version, or the third episode of the personal skill points. This one is on nutrition. The previous ones were on fitness and hydration. If you haven't checked those ones out already, they will benefit you greatly. Go back and check those out. So last week, we talked about fitness and getting our bodies moving. Exercise is super important, but our nutrition may be even more important than that. Typically, when someone wants to lose weight, they immediately think that they have to go to the gym to do so. Nutrition can be all some people need to drop the weight that they're looking to lose. Would it benefit you to combine exercise and nutrition? Absolutely, but some just don't have it in them. As gamers, we are marketed to, uh, you know, we're marketed to with food just straight relentlessly. All the sugar-loaded, caffeinated drinks and processed foods that we mindlessly consume while we are playing endless hours of video games. You know, I remember playing video games when I was younger and I always had Doritos, Funyuns, Pizza Rolls, Mountain Dew, always while I was, you know, playing my video games, playing some Halo. I made sure I got the, uh, uh, what was that called? Gamer Fuel? I don't think it was Gamer Fuel. Was it Gamer Fuel? If anybody remembers the, the Halo version of Mountain Dew is basically like the live wire mixed with the red Mountain Dew put together. I think it was called Gamer Fuel or something. If you remember, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> but all these processed foods mixed with the fact that we're sitting there and playing video games for long extended hours is a recipe for disaster. Literally the exact opposite of what you want or what your body needs. So think of one of your favorite game developers and the extensive research and development required to create these games that you love. Like, lots of time is invested into these things. The same concept though is used when designing your food. This is literally, there are literally food engineers developing food to have just the right amount of salt or just the right amount of sweet or just the right mouthfeel. Really, guys? <laughs> so, no wonder it is so difficult to stay healthy and avoid these foods. They were created for you to eat as much of them as possible, and they will keep you coming back for more, because that's what they're designed to do. The one thing they don't do is fill the void that is your body's need for quality nutrition. When we feel hunger, our body's requesting some sort of nutrition. Perhaps it's looking for fiber or protein or a certain vitamin or a mineral. It is much easier to consume real whole foods to obtain what your body is looking for. Also, going, going the whole food route will ensure you are consuming natural vitamins and not something that was synthesized in a lab and injected into the food-like product. If you're trying to cut calories to lose weight, but you're still consuming all your food out of a box, you're gonna have a rough go at it. Trust me. You will likely always be hungry as your body is not getting what it's requesting of you. The majority of grocery stores are made up of food-like products. It's literally what they're called. You know, they're not called food. They're food-like products. <laughs> you can eat these things and shit these things, but we're not sure what it'll do to you in 15 or 20 years. Have you guys ever heard the saying, you are what you eat? There's some truth in <laughs> to that saying. You know, food is basically the raw materials your body needs to create new versions of yourself. 
So our bodies are consistently breaking down and recreating cells and tissues and bone, etc. Like this is what keeps us from deteriorating into a pile of dust. <laughs> the problem we face in this day and age, however, is all the processed foods and all the convenience foods are not providing us with quality raw materials our bodies need to create quality versions of you or me. It's basically, you know, our bodies are printing out new versions of us and recreating ourselves all the time. If I asked you to build a house, would you choose the pile containing wood and nails? Or would you choose a pile of pocket lint and marshmallows? <laughs> I know this is, a, is an extreme example, but it's really that big of a difference between these processed foods versus eating real whole foods. I know it can be overwhelming at times trying to figure out just what to eat. Over the years, I've tried many different types of diets. I've tried ketogenic diet, low carb, low fat, Mediterranean, high protein, high fat, Adkins, if it fits your macro diet. You know, the list probably goes on. There will always be someone out there claiming that they have the best diet and it will work for everyone every time. But if you hear these claims, it's a blatant lie. Like we've said before, every body is different. What works for an 18 year old boy or, you know, teen is probably not what's optimal diet for a 60 year old woman. Not only that, but genetics do play some role in this. Not saying that you're allowed to blame your genetics for all your problems, but sometimes it does make it a bit more difficult. What we consume can cause our genes to express themselves in different ways. Perhaps consuming carbohydrates in abundance for me just means increased energy and is less quick to, you know, less likely to store fat right off the bat. Where someone else may have the genes that will attempt to store the fat quicker and utilize the sugars less as energy. I repeat, this does not mean you should blame your genes. You just need to find what is optimal for you. It's difficult because you can see someone who eats a lot of carbohydrates, you know, you might be a person that loves carbohydrates and they're completely shredded and healthy, you know, you just have to remember that that is what is optimal for their body and it may not be optimal for yours. When it comes to diets, it's less about right and wrong and more about good, better, best, you know, I... I experimented for years and years before finally realizing that we are all overcomplicating our diets. The issue is one that plagues many areas of our lives and it is that everyone is looking for instant results in everything. I made changes little by little over time and remained consistent. So once again, consistency reigns supreme. Like anything in life, it is more important to be consistent than to be perfect. I shoot for an 80-20 kind of rule where 80% of the time I'm eating perfect, well-balanced meals loaded with nutrients. And the other 20% of the time I'm having something I'm craving like some pizza or some chips and salsa, maybe a little bit of ice cream, something that, you know, I've been craving for a week or two, something like that. For me, it's about balance. Getting a little bit of bad stuff, you know, here and there keeps me from going off the deep end. Once you stick to a healthy diet for a while though, you'll begin to recognize what the unhealthy stuff does to your individual body. Sometimes it can be pretty uncomfortable and you will it'll only enforce your drive to consume things that are better for you. So let's go over some tips that'll help you get, you know, that diet in check, maybe the little thing here and there that you can start doing every week. So first off, shop around the outer ring of the grocery store. 
This is where the fresh foods are typically placed. You want things that have minimal ingredients. We're talking like one or two ingredients. Like that's the best stuff for you. Like there shouldn't be more than one ingredient in broccoli. <laughs> now this leads me to a very important tip. Now that you have the fresh ingredients, what the hell are you supposed to do with it? Please, please, I beg of you, learn how to cook. <laughs> Learning to cook your own food instead of buying something pre-made that's loaded with preservatives and who knows what else will only will not only be a healthier option for you, but it also builds a connection to the food that we eat. Having a good relationship with food is important. If someone at work brings donuts, you know, to share with everybody in the office and you don't want them, then your immediate reaction shouldn't be, I can't have this, that's not on my diet, I can't have it. You know, your reaction should be more, I am choosing not to have this because it will only slow down my progress. You're an adult. If you want the damn donut, eat the damn donut. It's just, just know that it's, it's taking a step backwards towards your goal and could potentially even derail you. If you're someone that can't handle going back to some sweets, then you need to be a little more careful about the foods that you eat because it can really shoot you right back down that, uh, right back down that path. So find healthier options for foods that you enjoy. You know, this doesn't mean look up healthy, healthy cake recipes. You know, many times that can lead to just using a bunch of artificial sweeteners that it, it's, it's actually not any healthier for you than eating the real thing with real ingredients, you know, like straight sugar or whatever. I mean, you don't want to eat a bunch of sugar, but it's still better than artificial sweeteners. Be careful with sauces, dips, syrups, and dressings. Like, I fell into this pit a lot because I like my dips and my sauces like ketchup and barbecue sauce and honey mustard and all that kind of stuff. But these things are loaded with sugars and calories, and most of the time, people won't even track them. So even though you could be tacking on an additional 500 calories or more a day just in those things, but make sure you measure and track these things. I'm, get the tablespoon thing out and measure the tablespoons. Measure the servings, people. <laughs> Which brings me to tracking your foods. Download an app that allows you to track everything you are consuming. This can become tedious, but it is vital to your knowledge base. After doing it for a month or two, you will start to understand serving sizes of the foods or, or nutrients that you're taking in, like protein, carbohydrates, and fats. I can't tell you how many times I weighed a serving of something and then was like, holy shit, that's 400 calories. It's only a handful. You know, I was eating a bag of those. <laughs> What's great about tracking your food as well is it gives you data that you can manipulate. This is, this is when you can start tweaking things like reducing carbohydrates, increasing protein, increasing healthy fats, you know, etc. to find what makes your body feel and perform the best. My typical setup is is a bit lower in carbs, maybe 100 to 150 grams a day, medium protein, like 150 grams, and medium fat, so like 60 to 70 grams of fat. You know, that's what makes me feel the best. When I consume too many carbohydrates, I feel lethargic. When I consume, consume too few carbohydrates, I feel weak at the gym. When I consume too much protein, my digestion becomes a problem, but I also feel satisfied between meals and I'm much stronger at the gym. Too much fat also causes gastrointestinal distress, but too little and I'm hungry all the time. Again, everyone is different and that is why it is important to track it and get some numbers so that you can start tweaking it. Once you are comfortable with what works for you, then you don't need to keep tracking it so much. I don't track my foods every day, 
Actually, I haven't in a while now, but I had tracked for months and months. So very used to what, you know, I found what works and now I'm doing it that way. But one of my main rules is do not drink your calories, okay? Try not to drink soda, juice, coffee with sugar and cream, you know, limit your alcohol and, you know, beer, wine intake. You know, think about it. So a 20 ounce bottle of orange juice, okay, it has 46 some grams of sugar in it. And a whole orange only has nine grams of sugar. Don't, don't kid yourself about natural sugars. It's like, well, I'm drinking orange juice. That's good for me. How often do you eat five oranges in one sitting? You don't. You would fill up on the fruit fibers. You know, that's what whole fruits have that juice doesn't. You know, it goes back to what our bodies are looking for. In this case, maybe it wants fiber and some vitamin C. That's what your body might be craving. The orange will give the body the fiber and the vitamin C it craves, and then your hunger pangs will go away. Your drink, on the other hand, you drink the orange juice, you might get some vitamin C, but not as much of the fiber and the body stays hungry. And that's when people overeat and overdrink these things. Most people severely undereat vegetables and overeat carbs from wheat and fruit and sugar. Our diet should consist of a lot of veggies, a lot of veggies, some quality protein and healthy fats. This will provide most people with the building blocks they need to survive but not even survive, but even thrive. The problem is that the food pyramid we were all taught growing up has us eating way too many carbohydrates from wheat and grains. Whole grain or not, we do not need 11 servings a day, folks. Maybe one or two, maybe. <laughs> what you do need a lot of though is like dark leafy greens. They are king, like spinach and kale, Brussels sprouts, broccoli. You know, they're all fantastic options. If you can, you if you only eat corn and potatoes, <laughs> you need to get outside of your shell. They provide minimal nutrition compared to most of the other veggies. Now, I'm not going to tell you if you should eat meat or drink cow's milk or use coconut oil or supplement with powders or take multivitamins or any other controversial things. You know, these choices you need to make for yourself or with a doctor or a registered dietitian. I will say that some doctors are still stuck in the old ways, so be careful, you know, of nutrition. And that is pretty much that they maybe took a class of it, <laughs> you know, back in the day when who knows what was being taught in the nutri nutrition classes. So a registered dietitian may be a better choice. If you're curious about how things affect your body, then you can try to remove foods from your diet, like dairy or red meat or carbs or sugar for a week or two, and then reintroduce them and see how your body reacts because it will react. I know people that get tired after consuming dairy products. I know people that get acne from eating sugar and chocolate. For the thousandth time, every body is different. And the only way to know for sure is to try things for yourself. So let's recap. One, shop around the outer ring of the grocery stores. Avoid the center except for a few things. Choose whole foods and avoid overly processed food-like products. Two, learn how to cook. Find recipes and try them. They are everywhere. There's YouTube videos. Just, just look. There's, they're everywhere. Three, remember you choose not to have the unhealthy foods. It's not that you can't have it. Number four, find things you eat a bunch of and replace it with a healthier option. Five, be careful with sauces and dips and all that kind of stuff. These are sugar and calorie bombs. Number six, find an app and track your food. MyFitnessPal is probably the largest one because Under Armour owns it, but a lot of people use that one and there's a huge database of food in it. Number seven, start tweaking your diet after tracking for a while and see how it makes you feel. 
Number eight, avoid drinking your calories. It's the easiest way to overconsume calories and sugar, I promise you. And lastly, eat lots of veggies. Dark leafy greens are best. Just saying. <laughs> Obviously, we took some pretty broad strokes here today because there's just so many different views when it comes to nutrition. And I feel the only correct answer is that you need to find what works for you personally. I know this is a more difficult answer that involves time and effort, but it will also be the most fulfilling as you learn another valuable skill in life and become even more in tune with your body. If you have any questions, guys, I'd be more than happy to answer them to the best of my ability, of course. Just hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at It's Thugwig Nasty, and uh, I'll see what I can do. But uh, here's a quote that I like from Michael Pollan. It's, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. <laughs> it's definitely a good place to start, guys. <laughs> So I hope you guys uh, found this useful and can definitely find something to use out of it that you can start even tomorrow doing or next time you go grocery shopping. But uh, let me know if you liked it or not on Twitter and Instagram, whatever. Hit me up. But right now we're going to kick it over to the last week review. Since this episode's nice and long already, we're going to keep this LWR short and sweet. So there's no poll this week on Facebook because uh, now that I'm streaming all the time on Mixer, um, most of the people that are watching me on Mixer aren't following me on Facebook. So it's one of those things I'm asking a different set of people questions that aren't actually watching the stream or whatever. So if we go back to it, I'll let you know. Um, so last week we streamed four times like we have been Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Saturday, all on Mixer, all pretty much Destiny streams, all went pretty well. I mean, a few follows a day, which was great i think we're up to 36 so you know slow and sure wins the race i don't know if you know the uh story about the tortoise and the hare i'll take the turtles especially if they're teenage and mutant and ninjas um <laughs> but yeah so that was pretty much all we got done this week outside of the podcast um i'm hoping next week we'll we'll continue the same stream schedule probably monday wednesday friday saturday most likely and um i would like to get some more screen graphics out but i also want to start um challenging myself a little bit i want to start drawing uh 30 minutes to an hour every day so i want to up my my drawing skills and my art skills um just something I want to do, and I was actually playing with the idea of potentially doing some drawing and stuff on stream, even though it wouldn't be like pro stuff, and sometimes people come out to creative to see these amazing artists doing this stuff, but mine would be more like, hey, look at this guy try to learn how to draw, but we could all have fun and make fun of me and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think that'd be kind of fun. So anyways, that's really all that's going to be going on next week. Uh, I hope you guys stop out in the broadcasts. Um, Definitely follow on Twitter and Instagram at It's Thugwig Nasty, and I will let you know when I'm going to go live or Facebook, wherever. I let everybody know. <laughs> so, yeah, follow those places, guys, and I hope I catch you in the broadcast this week. And uh, until next Monday, if I don't see you in the broadcast, of course, <laughs> have a great week and a fantastic next weekend, and I'll see you next Monday. Later.